Good Sunday morning. You're listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio, here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer. Access previous podcasts of this broadcast, or you can even now access and download this podcast in iTunes. There is also information to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, or even sponsor this show. Visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We would love to hear from you. The question this week says, Jesus said he has given us the keys to the kingdom. What do the keys mean and what do they do? Jesus said to Peter, he says, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever shall thou loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then charge he his disciples that they should tell no man that he was Jesus Christ. And what this means is that God says, I have given you the keys. Keys in this particular verse means authority and power power to the kingdom. We know that in the kingdom, God has given us certain privileges, mainly power in order to overtake our enemies. But oftentimes we hear people say, what are the keys to success? And so when they say that they're saying, well, what, 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 what does it take? To, to be successful. And so in this manner, keys can also be used as what are the solutions? What is the answer? What are the secrets to being successful? Well, God is saying the same thing that I've given you the power and the authority to unlock and to lock up some things. And he said, whatever you bind or lock up here on earth must be locked in heaven. And whatsoever you unlock, on earth must be unlocked in heaven. He says, I've given you the authority and the power to speak to the demons and say, I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. And that spirit is bound or I loose prosperity and peace in your life. And he said, it will be released. He says, I've given you the keys. I've given you the solutions. I've given you the answers. I've given you the secrets to the kingdom of God. Amen. And thank you for your question. In Joshua 1 and verses 1 through 3, and then we're going to go down to the sixth verse. It says, now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses minister saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people unto the land, which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. And verse three says, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon that house. Have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. Now we're going to go down to the sixth verse. And it says this, the Lord says to Joshua says, be strong and of good courage for unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance, the land, which I swore unto your fathers to give them only be strong 
and be very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Verse 3 in the Message Bible says, I'm giving you every square inch of the land you set your foot on just as I promised Moses. We're talking about possessing the land. In order to possess the land, you either have to go in and conquer those who own the land currently, or you have to be a recipient of someone else who have conquered and taken over the land. Just like we talked about last week, we are more than conquerors. God has given you possession of a land you did not have to fight for. Mm, Isn't that something? And the thing about it, it started with a promise that God had given to Abraham. Abraham back in Genesis when he says now the Lord has said unto Abraham get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee and I will make you a great nation this is the promise that God had given to Abraham when he said I will make of you a great nation so whatever God whenever God gives you a promise he's going to fulfill it but the thing about it is is that he was giving them a land to possess that was not naturally their land. And that's the way it is with us, that God has given us a promise, a promise that he will do some things for us specifically and corporately. And he's saying, even as he told them, He says, I'm giving this land to you. He says, but in this land, there are enemies. And he began to talk about there, the Hittites and the the Tibites and And all the ites ites in this land. And each one of them means something uh, if you look it up in the Greek. But he's saying there are some enemies that are in this land. And he told him, he said, now, I'm not going to drive them out all at once. Because if I do, you wouldn't be able to handle it. He said, but I'm going to give you the power to drive them out and therefore possess the land. Now, God had given them given them this promise before the enemies ever fled the land. He already spoke it. It was a promise. He says, I'm going to give you this land. And so when God begins to speak those promises to us, there is a a process that we have to go through. And the thing about it is God is transitioning them. And there's sometimes God transitions us in life. He's taking them from the old to the new. He's taking them from Moses to Joshua. I mean, Moses was a great leader, a man of God. They watched the Red Sea part with the leadership of Moses. They watched themselves come from years of turmoil and slavery under the leadership of Moses. Moses had been a great leader. He had been the one foretold and prayed for. Moses had been a wonderful leader. But now God is saying, Moses, my servant is dead. You got to get over the stuff that was in your past. God wants to take you into something new behold I will do a new thing but you got to get over the past before God can bring you into the new he's transitioning you from the old to the new from the what was promised to the manifestation of that promise you've been living in the expectation of the promise for a long time now God wants to bring you to the manifestation of the promise how do you go from expectation to manifestation how do you go from old to new how do you transition from Moses to Joshua you gotta put your trust in God and you gotta be willing to cross over to the other side oh my God and that is so true you know God told him he says in Deuteronomy 11 and 24 he says every place where 
upon the soles of your feet shall tread upon tread shall be yours. And you know what? That's the one of the things that the Lord spoke to me not too long ago. It was at least a couple of weeks ago. The Lord says that every place that your feet shall tread, you shall take possession of it. And so we can refer back to this in the biblical days when they were getting ready to cross Jordan. That, that is, it is a transition in their lives. But even applying it to our lives, even right now, is that God said everywhere that your soul shall every piece of that land that your sh- your soul shall tread upon. He said, I've given it to you yours. And so what I'm thinking about, even when the Lord spoke that to me, is that if wherever I go, if there is chaos or conflict or, or wherever, wherever I step, that land is mine. And so one of the things we talked about last week, it says change your perspective, you'll change your life. If we begin to start thinking about the power of God, the keys to the kingdom that God has given us and wherever we walk that we will take authority over every enemy that's in that land then we should be able to be those conquerors that we shall see a victory in our lives and that's what he was saying wherever he even told him he says look out he says as far as you can see he Mm. said that's what I've given you he said when when you walk upon wherever you go remember wherever you step that that is your possession and you know when he gave you the keys there's something about the possessor of the key. If someone comes in my front door and they came in with a key, they didn't enter illegally, but they came in with the full authority because they had a key. God has given you key and they can take what they want. You can call the police and the police will say, well, there was no unlawful entry. How did they get in? They used a key. God has given you the keys to the kingdom. He has legally given you the authority and the dominion to go forth in the name of the Lord and call forth those things that are not as though they were. He will establish the kingdom of God through you in this earth. He's given you the ability to take dominion. He's given you the authority. He's given you the legal rights. He's given you the keys. You're not coming as a thief and a robber. I know somebody might be in the land today, but that's okay. God will cause you to possess that which someone else might own today. He will lay up the wealth of the wicked for the righteous. Possession means to have ownership of, to control, to occupy, to have custody Mm. of. So God says, I've given you the power to occupy. I've given you power because now the spirit of God is within me. So therefore, wherever I trudge, wherever I go, that I'm able, if I can have that mindset, that's, it's all about believing God's word, coming into the understanding and believing. If I can get that through my head, that wherever I walk, I possess, not in an arrogant way, but to know that God is with me, that he has given me the land. I don't know if you've ever heard that possess is nine points of the law and that just means like possession means holding property in one's power or the exercise of dominion over property and by having possession you exercise control over something to the exclusion of all others the saying that possession is nine points of the law that's an old common law precept that means one who has physical control or possession of the property is clearly at an advantage or is in a better position 
position than one who has no possession over the property. So today they might be in the property. They might be in the land, but God's going to give it to you. And when he gives it to you, he's going to give you full authority and dominion over that which he has given you. You're going to be the rightful legal owners because he's given you the keys. He'll bring you right through the front door. He'll give you the legal authority to take dominion and possession That's over right. all of the land because you are heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. The earth belongs to the Lord, the world and they that dwell therein. And he has given you the keys to the kingdom of God. You, you quoted that the earth is the Lord's and everything there is. And this is the one that now I have set up to possess this land. You know what happens is a lot of times is that when the, when you have to take over a land, there's sometimes you have to dispossess the enemy that is in that land. And we have a hard time understanding that when two groups of people or two nation come to war, there's going to be one that's victorious and there's going to be one that is going to be defeated. And when you dispossess them, you oust them or you, you kick them, them out. You deprive them of what they had typically or previously owned. I'm going to take what you, what is in your hands. I'm going to take it from you and I'm taking it with the authority that God has Amen. given me. Let your kingdom come and your will be done on earth through me Amen. as it is in heaven. That's right. And you have you ever seen the picture of that statue where the uh, men of the army, the United States of America, and they are, are together and they're putting a flag in the earth. Mm. You've seen that Taking statue? possession. Before? That means now it might, that land might have belonged to you, but because I have won the victory, now this land belongs to the United States of America. And what has happened is the enemy once had you in his possession. But when Jesus Christ came in and you received him, he no longer has possession of you. Matter of fact, he is now a trespasser. Now, listen, we look in the natural, as I was saying, listen, dispossessing uh, the enemy means to be kicked out of a land because some army or someone stronger have come and taken control of the land and all the resources. In the biblical days, if you think about this, when one king defeats another king and his army, they, that signifies by, it, by taking the crown of the defeated king, the victorious king, take the crown of the defeated king and put it on, on their head, signifying that now this land is mine because I have defeated the kings. If you fast forward into Revelations, it says that Jesus is king of kings mm. and lord of lords. Why? Because he is the one that dispossessed the enemy and he's taken the crowns of the enemy and now saying, now I am king of kings and lord Lord of Lord. And he's asked us to willingly crown him Lord, Lord of Lord. Lord. So any crown you have on your head, any authority that you have of your own, he's asking you to bow at his feet if he is your Lord and crown him Lord of Lords. In Revelations, it gives us a picture into heaven and it says that the angels and the elders cease not day and night to bow at the throne of the Lord God and call unto him and cast their crowns at his feet 
feet and cry unto him, Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. They are crowning him Lord over all because he is King of Kings and he is Lord of Lords. My God, the enemy does not want to see you apprehend that promise because that means now that he has no more power or authority over you. And so therefore he comes against you to try to defeat you. Now that you've been saved, the enemy's now going to come back. Oh no, you saved, but nobody told me about it. And he's going to come back and try again to enter in. That's the reason why God warns us of, of these things is that the enemy once again, once he's been cast out, that he'll come back again, seeing if the house is empty. And if it is, then he will take back the possession. He will try. He will try to take back that pos- possession. But and that's so why that's if you have why. been possessed by the Lord, if God is now the Lord of your life, he is a trespasser and has no legal authority. And God has given you not only the authority, but the power to prevent him from repossessing your land or your body. In order to defeat the enemy, that's the reason why God has given us the keys to the kingdom, meaning the keys that he's given us the authority and power by using the word of God to tread upon our enemies. In Matthew 16, 17, we read part of this before. It says, and I say unto thee, this is Jesus speaking. And I say unto thee that thou art Peter and upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Operating with the keys to the kingdom it is a place of authority. It is a place of dominion. Get up, get up, and stand in the power that I have given unto you. of God rise. It is the place of authority. It is the place of dominion. Let the kingdom of God rise in you. Let thy will be done. Thy kingdom come 
on earth through me, even as it is in heaven. Amen. The power of the kingdom. So what does it look like when we're walking in the power and the authority of the kingdom of God? When we are walking in that power and authority, we should look like we are more than conquerors. We should not be defeated. Our head should be lifted up above our enemies and our conversation should be such as becometh people of God. And we should make our confession line up with the word of God. When we are walking in the authority and the power of God, we will take God at his word. We will live according to his precepts and we will trust in him with all of our heart. I will trust in the Lord Mm. till I die. I remember when the Lord spoke to me and he says, wherever your feet shall try that in that place, you shall possess. And I remember waking up and I says, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, I take back everything that the canker worm has eaten and every assignment that the enemy has released against my life. I now return it back marked return to sender. That's the power and the authority that God is talking about that we speak the word that he's given unto us, that he's given us the power to cut down the enemies, the, the devices and plans against our lives. And in Luke chapter 10, verse 17, it says, and the 70 that he had sent out returned again with joy saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And Jesus said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding in this rejoice, not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rejoice rather because your names are written in heaven. Jesus has confirmed to the people, to the disciples that he has given them the authority and the power over all of the works of the devil because he has defeated the devil. He said, I testify to you. I saw him fall like lightning from heaven. He got killed out. He lost his keys. He lost his authority. He lost his legal standing. And I'm giving you the ability, the authority to walk in my power and in my might. When I'm walking, there's nothing the devil can do to me. There's no authority he has over me. So you as heirs of God, join heirs with Christ. You as children of God, you as people of God, you now walk in the authority that Jesus has given unto you the same authority he walked in and he said, I had power. I have power and authority over the devil. I give it unto you. You have the keys to the kingdom. Go in and possess the land. Don't be afraid. Don't be intimidated. Don't be fearful. Lift up your head, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. The good news of the gospel. Jesus has overcome the world and through you, he has made you an overcome more than a conqueror and he has given you the keys and you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to fear. You don't have to worry. You just walk in the power of his might treading upon serpents and scorpions and over all of the works of darkness. So if you're living a defeated life, you're living beneath your privilege. If you have the enemy tormenting you in any level of your life, you're living beneath your privilege. If you're begging for the 
the enemy to go pleading with the devil to leave you alone. You're living beneath your privilege. I pray that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened, that you would know what is the hope of God's calling for you and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints is and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us that believe. My God, you know what? I'm going to continue on. It says, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places, far above all principalities, above all powers and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. He says, I have authority of over all principalities, over all power, over all might. I have power of uh, over all dominions. And he said, not only that, he said, but at the name of Jesus, mm. he said, every knee every shall bow. Knee. And he said, and every tongue shall confess that God is God and Jesus Christ is, is, the, Lord. Uh, is Lord. And he is the only begotten son of the father. So he said, listen, because I have made his name great, mm. because I've given him power over all things, he's said that now I give it unto you, Mm. the heirs of salvation, that you have the power to tread upon serpents. Now, treading upon serpents means to walk, to step, and to trample over serpents. That anything that that enemy tries to do to you, he said it just won't work. Matter of fact, at the end of Luke 10, in verse 18, he says, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. I mean, when we begin to start setting our minds on the keys to the kingdom and the power that God has given us and that he told us that we shall tread upon the land and he told us wherever our feet shall tread, we shall take possession of that land. When we wrap our minds around that, then we can walk with the confidence in knowing that God is going to be with us and the promises of God are yea, yea, and amen. There is so much that is going on in our lives individually and collectively that God is trying to get us to understand. Listen, there is an enemy that have set himself against you and I have given you the keys. I've given you the means. I've given you the secrets. He said, I've given you the answer, the solutions to come and the strategy to come against this enemy. Oh my God. He says that those who have set themselves against you, you be mindful and know that I'm greater than any enemy that will come against you. I remember the Lord speaking that in my life and saying that you shall tread uh, wherever your feet shall tread, that you shall take possession of. And I remember waking up saying these words to God. I said, Lord, I take authority over the enemy and everything that the enemy has taken from me, everything that canker worm has stolen, I now command him to give it back a hundredfold. Now that is the power and authority that God has given unto us to speak in the atmosphere and 
watch things begin to happen because we have stepped into the authority that God has given us because we have utilized and is utilizing the keys to the kingdom that whatsoever thing that we bind on earth, he said is bound in heaven and whatsoever thing we loose or unlock on earth shall be loosed and unlocked in heaven and that he's given us the power to use the keys to the kingdom. Dear God, we thank you and we praise you and we glorify your name. There is no God like our God, no Mm. king like the Lord. We thank you that you have given us dominion, that you have given us the keys to the kingdom, that you have made us heirs of salvation, joint heirs with Jesus Christ. We thank you, dear God, that you have set us in heavenly places, that you have put your seal upon us. We thank you that you have given us the ability to walk in the authority with dominion and power in the name of the Lord Jesus. I thank you that you have opened the eyes of our understanding, that you have enlightened us, that we might know what is the hope of our calling. I thank you, dear God, hallelujah, that we walk in the power of your might, Father. I thank you for the finished work at Calvary. I thank you that you, Father, have kicked out the devil, defeated our enemies, and given us the victory. I thank you, dear God, that you have allowed us to walk in that authority, that you have allowed us to take dominion, that you have made us, Father, partners with you, Father, in making your kingdom, Father, realized on the earth. I thank you. May none of us live beneath our privilege. May we all walk in the power that you have given to us. May we all know, God, hallelujah, that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. May we never be afraid of the enemy, but may we take the authority that you have given us and trample underfoot the serpents and scorpions in every work of darkness, Father. I pray that none of us are cowering and fearful of the devil when you are our Lord and you are our God and you are the one who fights for us. We don't have to be afraid. Though an host should encamp against us, we will not be afraid. Though war should rise against us, we will take our confidence in you. Thank you for victory. Thank you for victory. Thank you for victory. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we believe it, we claim it, and we will possess our land in Jesus' name. Amen. We thank you for tuning in. You have been listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? For information on this program, on how you can subscribe to or access previous podcasts of this broadcast, visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Until next time.